Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. Today is May 6, 2019. I'm Shannon, and I'm here with your guide to the new releases for the week of May 7, 2019. And today, well, I guess technically tomorrow, is a great, great day for new bookities. I was so excited when I was making this list because there's just so much great stuff on it. A lot of it we discussed in previous episodes, but there's also quite a bit that we haven't discussed. So I am super excited to come in here and let you all know what is coming out this week. I think it is my mission to expand your TBR piles, and I hope that I'm able to achieve it today. So before we get started, I have the usual housekeeping information. You can find us on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. Once you're there, you can like and or follow the page. You can also join our Facebook listener group where you can interact with us as well as with other people who listen to the podcast. If you'd like to get a hold of us for any reason, if you have questions, comments, suggestions, um, if you want a book recommendation or maybe you want to recommend a book to us, that would be lovely. You can do any of that via Facebook or by sending us an email. And that address is thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. So, now we will talk about books. As always, I do want to say that this is not a comprehensive list. There are so many books out each week, and I just couldn't talk to you about them all. Like, no matter how much I wish I could do that. I'm not actually sure that I wish I could, because a lot of things are things I'm not interested in. But just, there are so many things that are out. So if I've missed something that you are looking forward to, please let me know. I'm always glad to know what people are interested in reading. It also helps me when I make these lists, if I kind of have an idea of what podcast listeners enjoy, I can tailor the new release lists um, a bit more to the overall preferences of this podcast listening community. Ooh, is that what we are? A book bistro community? That'd be pretty cool. All right, but let us move on to the books. As always, I'm going to start with the books that we have discussed in previous episodes, whether this is our most anticipated books of May episode or our most anticipated books of 2019. Um, The first two that I am mentioning are books that we discussed on our most anticipated books of 2019, which was done back in January. And these are both picks from Sarah. The Bride Test, Kiss Quotient Number 2 by Helen Huang is out today. I still need to read the Kiss Quotient. I really, really want to. I've been super excited about it. I just have so many things to read. But I do want to pick this up um, and the prequel as well. And also, Storm Cursed, Mercy Thompson, number 11, by Patricia Briggs, is out. 
and that is amazing. I am actually caught up with that series, so I can start Storm Cursed um, really, really soon. So those are some Sarah books. Um, I was super excited about Drawing Home by Jamie Brenner, and you can learn more about that on our Most Anticipated Books of May episode. The following books can also be found on that episode. The Book Woman of Troublesome Creek by Kim Michelle Richardson. I really, really want to read this. Um, Stacy talked about it. It sounds amazing. I want it right now. Um, Pride, Prejudice, and Other Flavors, The Rajes, book one by Sonali Dev. Natalie mentioned that one. Such a Perfect Wife, Bailey Weggins, book eight by Kate White, which was a pick of Brooks. Sunset Beach by Mary Kay Andrews. And as Sarah pointed out, it might make you laugh out loud. So you might want to check that out if you're looking for a funny book. And I think that is it for books that we have mentioned. But now let's talk about books that we haven't. Romanov by Nadine Brands. This is a magical take on the classic story of Anastasia Romanov. I'm really excited about this, the whole like Russian Revolution and if Anastasia really survived, like that has always kind of intrigued me. So I am definitely looking forward to a magical interpretation of that story. That again is Romanov by Nadine Brands. How about some historical fiction? This is the flight portfolio and the author is Julie Oringer. She is best known for her novel, The Invisible Bridge that she wrote several years ago. This is another World War II historical epic about a journalist who lived in France for 13 months and his purpose was to rescue Jewish artists from the Holocaust. And if you want to check that out, it is The Flight Portfolio by Julie Oringer. And let's see, what else can we have here that's historical? The Welsh Fasting Girl by Varley O'Connor. I am really excited about this one. This is the first documented account of anorexia, and it's a novel about a girl who believed that she could survive with no food, and a journalist who came to Wales to kind of observe this case and report on it, but ends up becoming kind of enmeshed in the life of this young girl. So this again is The Welsh Fasting Girl by Varley O'Connor. And let's move away from historicals for a little bit and talk about The Farm by Joanne Ramos. This is a debut novel about a really classy retreat, very expensive. It's nestled in New York's Hudson Valley but it has kind of a nefarious purpose. Once you're there, you must stay for nine months and you are pretty much watched, like your every move is monitored. And the reason that people go there is to produce the perfect baby for someone else. So this looks kind of like the 
type of feminist fantasy dystopia that has been um, pretty popular lately. Um, something similar to like The Power by Naomi Alderman or The Women's War by Jenna Glass. I'm not positive about this since I haven't read it, but that's what I've gleaned from the synopsis. So this again is The Farm by Joanne Ramos. How about some young adult? This is Hope and Other Punchlines, and the author is Julie Buxbaum. This is about a young girl who survived the September 11th bombings. Apparently she was really young during those attacks and was made pretty famous. Now, though, it's been 15 years, and she would like some anonymity if possible. So she takes a job, kind of incognito, at a summer camp as a counselor. And she's trying to kind of make her way in the world separate from her identity as this survivor. So this again is Hope and Other Punchlines by Julie Buxbaum. Now, let's talk about With the Fire on High by Elizabeth Acevedo. She wrote a verse novel, was either last year or the year before, called The Poet X. So I'm not sure if this, which is her second novel, is also a verse novel, but it is the story of a teenage mother who really wants to become a chef, and she's not sure if she can achieve those dreams while she's still you know, going to school and trying to raise a baby. So this again is With the Fire on High, and the author is Elizabeth Acevedo. There is a new Amanda Quick book out this week. This is Tightrope, and it is the third book in her Burning Cove series. Amanda Quick writes under a couple of different pseudonyms. Her actual name is Jane Ann Krentz, which she uses to write romantic suspense with a touch of the paranormal sometimes. She also writes as Jane Castle, and she writes some futuristic romances under that name. And then, of course, Amanda Quick is her pen name for historical romances, some of which also have a touch of the paranormal. So this again is Tightrope, and it's Burning Cove, book three by Amanda Quick. I really want to read, I need to catch up though with a lot of Amanda Quick. I read her a lot when I was in high school and college and kind of moved away, so I need to get back into that groove because I did enjoy her stuff a lot. And sticking with the theme of authors I read in high school and college, Linda Lale Miller is releasing a U.S. historical um, called Yankee Widow, and this is another author that I just haven't read in years, and I need to remedy that. Um, Yankee Wife is one that I really enjoyed by her, and I'm kind of wondering if we're going to revisit some of those characters just given the similarities in the title. But this again is Yankee Widow by Linda Leo Miller. Liv Constantine's second novel, The Last Time I Saw You, is out this week. And this is a twisty thriller that takes place in a very ritzy suburb about a woman who's trying to come to terms with the death of her mother. And she begins to wonder if the person responsible for killing her mother might be out to kill her as well. I read this um, last month and I really enjoyed it. I did not love it quite as much as The Last Mrs. Parrish, which was her first book, 
but it's definitely worth reading if you enjoy these really twisty psychological thrillers where you have no idea who you can trust. So this again is The Last Time I Saw You, and it is by Liz Constantine. And Finale, which is, as you might guess, the finale in the Caravel trilogy by Stephanie Garber is out. And I really liked Caravel, but I loved the sequel. So I'm curious to see if Garber will continue this trend and if Finale will be just like something I can't put down. Um, I love the world building here. This kind of magical carnival really makes me happy. So this is Finale and it's Caravel Book 3 by Stephanie Garber. And one of the best things about young adult fantasy is that there's always more of it. So as Caravel is coming to an end, we have a new series. And this is Nocturna. It is Forgery of Magic, book one. The author is Maya Motain. And it is an own voices trilogy um, about a prince and a thief who must join forces in order to stop a terrible war. I'm looking forward to this. I love thief books featuring thieves. I, I don't know why. I've enjoyed romances about pickpockets and fantasies about thieves and assassins, so I don't know. I'm a little dark and twisted, as we all know. But this is Nocturna, Forgery of Magic, book one by Maya Motain. And another young adult fantasy series is starting, and this is Danielle Jensen's Dark Shore. And the first book is Dark Shore, as is the whole series. This is a high seas adventure that has quite a bit to do with blackmail and meddling gods. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. I have a couple of Jensen's other books here. I have not read them yet, but I really do need to remedy that. Um, so this is Dark Shores, and it's the first book in the Dark Shores series by Danielle L. Jensen. I was really excited last year about a book called The Rule of One, and it was the first book in a series with the same title. The authors are Ashley Saunders and Leslie Saunders, and the sequel is finally out this week. This is The Rule of Many, and this is basically the story of a society where you can only have one child. So what happens when you have twins? Um, I have not read this. I've been super excited about it, but I heard that the first book ended on kind of a cliffhanger, so I wanted to wait for the second one. And now it's here, and I can read them both, and I am so, so, so excited. Anyway, this is The Rule of Many, The Rule of One, book two, by Ashley Saunders and Leslie Saunders. Only Ever Her, by Mary Beth Mayhew Whalen. This is an author that I've heard of before. I own a few of her books, um, but as usual, I have to admit that I haven't read her stuff yet. This is the story of what is supposed to be the perfect wedding, but you can't really have a wedding without the bride, and apparently the bride has disappeared. Um, the list of suspects is pretty long, so no one really knows what's happened. Um, I wonder if it's kind of like Gone Girl, like maybe... I don't know. I can't speculate, I guess, about a book I haven't read. 
but it looks very good and I definitely plan to read it very soon. Only Ever Her by Mary Beth Mayhew Whalen. And let's see, The Guest Book by Sarah Blake. I've heard a lot of great things about this for the past several months. This is a story told in what looks like three different timelines. And it looks at the complicated history of one family. I don't know much more than that, but people have been raving about it for a long time, so I definitely want to check it out. It again is The Guest Book, and it's by Sarah Blake. And let's go back to historical fiction. This is The Daughter's Tale, and the author is Armando Lucas Correa. It is a fictionalized account of one of the most, I'm trying to think of how to even word this, one of the greatest atrocities of World War II, but one that we know very little about because it just isn't taught in history classes and it's not written a lot about. So it is the story of a massacre of almost an entire village in the south of France. Um, if you enjoy World War II stories, but you're looking for kind of a different take, you might want to check this out. It is The Daughter's Tale, and the author is Armando Lucas Correa. And I'm going to zoom back to young adult, although this is more young adult sci-fi than young adult fantasy. Amy Kaufman and Jay Kristoff, who co-authored the Illuminae series, are back with something new. And this is Aurora Rising, and it's the first book in the Aurora Cycle series. And a band of, of misfits are in space, and they're trying to stop a war, which is you know, kind of a common plot in young adult fantasy and young adult sci-fi. But I am looking forward to seeing how Kaufman and Kristoff make this kind of their own story the way they did with Illuminae. So this is Aurora Rising, and it's Aurora Cycle, book one, by Amy Kaufman and Jay Kristoff. The last book that I want to touch on comes out on May 8th, so Wednesday, and it is a historical romance by K.J. Charles featuring lesbians. This is called Proper English. I read it last week. I had an advanced copy, and it was fantastic. Um, it's a very quick read. comes in at a little bit under 300 pages. So you can sit down and kind of read it in one sitting if that's something you enjoy doing. Um, but this is fantastic. It is a lovely, like, romantic romp with some murder thrown in at an English house party takes place in 1902, and it just really is a lot of fun. This is the first book I've read by K.J. Charles, but I definitely want to check out more of her stuff in the future. So this, once again, is Proper English, and the author is K.J. Charles. And that does it for me today. As always, I want to thank you for listening, whether you are a first-time listener or you've been here for a while. I hope that you enjoy these episodes, and really all of the episodes, as much as we enjoy putting them out here for you. As always, thanks goes out to Christine for the fantastic editing that she does on each and every episode.
Um, if you have something to say, if you'd like to let us know what you think of the show, you can do that on Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you use to access the show. And not only does it let us know your thoughts on Book Bistro, but it helps other book lovers find us. And we definitely are looking for more listeners. So you could help us out by doing that. Um, it should only take a few minutes. We would appreciate it. All right, that's it for me. Um, I will be back, of course, next Tuesday morning with more new release information. And some number of us will be here on Friday with all manner of bookish fabulousness. Take care, everybody.